going on, beautiful people? Kira Savvy here, Savvy Kira on Instagram and Facebook. And this is, you already know, literally just talk radio. To acknowledge with knowledge. Episode 71 for the podcast and episode 6 for the vlog series, Talk Heavy TV. On this episode, I thought it was extremely important to be able to connect with ourselves. There has been so much trial and tribulation throughout our lives that we experience from COVID to Black Lives Matter movements to social injustices and things that are happening in society all around us that I feel like it's extremely important to take a moment to be able to connect with yourself, to connect with your higher power, to really reach a a place where you know that you can push forward. So in today's episode, it's about connecting to your true self through centering prayer. And my guest, Rich Lewis, is the author of Sitting with God, a journey to your true self through centering prayer. So we're going to discuss what centering prayer is and how you can connect to your higher power in the ultimate form to be able to connect with your true self and sense of being. Rich, thank you for coming and welcome to the show. Great. No, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So I want to kick this off by asking, why did you write Sitting with God, A Journey to Your True Self Through Centering Prayer? Sure. Um, I wrote the book. um, The practice itself has been so healing and transforming to me that I wanted to share. I didn't want to keep it to myself. I wanted to share it with others. So I wrote the book to, for, for really two reasons. One, just to share how you do Centering Prayer. And then more importantly, I, I wanted to share how it has healed and, and transformed me. Um, so that's really why why I wrote the book. And, and, it, was, and it was neat that um, I had read a book back in 2013 by Amos Smith called Healing the Divide, Recovering Christianity's Mystic Roots. And that's where I discovered Centering Prayer. And, and it immediately attracted me. And I thought that's a really interesting practice. I've, I've, silence has been um, something that I wanted to, to be able to be, do a practice in the silence. I just didn't know what to do in the silence. So I began practicing Centering Prayer as a result of that book. And I reached out to Amos on his website. We, we began a back and forth dialogue. We became friends. To this day, we interact frequently. And Amos is the one that actually nudged me to write a book. So um, that's essentially why I wrote, wrote the book. Amos nudged me, and then I, I wanted to share how powerful and transforming this practice has been, with, been for me in case it can help others. That's pretty awesome. And you know what? It, that question kind of stood out in my mind, too, actually. One, what exactly is centering prayer? Like, how is it different from any other way we pray? And I noticed in your tagline, you have silence teaches. What does that actually mean? Sure. Um, Well, silence teaches us who we are. And and, and I guess we'll get into that as, as we continue to talk. That's the name of my website, because that's what I've discovered is this practice of centering prayer and sitting with God and connecting to my true self, the person God wants me to be. So silence has taught me who I am, the, the actions I need to take, or sometimes the, the non-actions I need to take, where I just need to be patient and, and quiet. So the practice of Center of Prayer for me has really just taught me the way forward. Um, 
And I think it can help others do the same thing. It teaches them who they are, connects them to their true self. They learn to let go of who they are not and, and become who they are. And it's a not an end point, it, it's a journey. So silence, um, really all actions are birthed in silence. So I think of it as I mm. sit with God and then I get up and walk with God and partner with God on my long, lifelong true self journey. So that's that's a little bit about that's what silence teaches us who we are, and we'll get more into it. So let me describe what Center in Prayer is. That was also one of your questions. Mm-hmm. So a very quick history. Center in Prayer has been around for about 50 years. It was created in the early 1970s by three Trappist monks, so three Catholic priests. Um, one of them, Father um, Thomas Keating, really was noticing there was other forms of meditation happening, transcendental meditation and other forms of meditation happening, and there really wasn't anything for the Christian community. So he sort of challenged his peers that let's find something for the Christian community. And one of the priests, Father William Menninger, um, was reading a, an old classic book from the 14th century, and I hope I'm getting the century right, but called The Cloud of Unknowing. And as he read that book, kind of a silent prayer practice kind of jumped out of the pages to him as it was as he was reading the book. So centering prayer, so now let me just describe how you do it. So centering prayer is really considered two things, meditation, but also um, prayer, where it's a relationship with God. We're, we're sitting in quiet, wordless, silent meditation, and we're opening to the presence and actions of God within and connecting to God within us beyond mm. our thoughts and emotions. So how you do the practice is you sit comfortably with your eyes closed, and then to begin the practice, you introduce what we call a sacred word of one or two syllables. It could be God or a color or Jesus or, or the ocean or the beach or, or whatever you want it to be. And that signifies you're beginning your silence with God, and you're opening to the presence and actions of God within. And then as you're sitting there, if you begin engaging your thoughts, and what I mean by that is you think about all the things you did before your sit, or you think about, well, now what am I going to do when I get up from my sit? What errors am I going to do? What responsibilities do I have? You realize you're no longer sitting with God. You're sitting with your thoughts and your planning and your plotting. Mm. So interiorly, you reintroduce that sacred word, let go of all your engaged thoughts, come back to the present moment and the purpose of your sit, and then even let go of that sacred word as well. So it's, it's really just a continuous return to God and a continuous sit with God when you engage your thoughts. And then the last thing I'll say is, you know, it's not the sacred word is not used as a mantra. There are mantra practices, and those are fine. And some mm-hmm. people need a mantra practice right. where you're repeating a word. In this case, you use it when needed. And the last thing I'll say is, it doesn't have to be a word. I started off using a word, but I realized words might be good for auditory people. I'm more of a visual person, so I picture an interior image to come back to the present moment. Some people are more physical people, so they'll use their breath to come back to the present moment. And some people think they are, might be concerned they'll fall asleep <laughs> during the practice with their eyes closed. So they keep their eyes open and stare at a spot five or six feet, perhaps on the floor. So that's, so that's a, kind of a quick history of the practice. It's 50 years old. And then you know, how you do it. Make sure you visit ljtrtalkheavy.com. For the full episode of this week's episode and past episodes of vlog series Talk Heavy TV. That's www.ljtrtawk.com.
H-E-A-V-Y dot com. Peace.